Hey everybody, this is your girl Amber and this is Reaching Your Potential. Can you believe we're at episode 10 already? I feel like we just started, but we are going to talk about some tips on when you have to prepare for an OT interview. I only did a few interviews so far and I actually have some good news. I'll probably mention it in a few more weeks. But I'm very excited to let you guys know about my process when it came to OT interviews, the questions that they asked me, and when you're ready to do your first OT interview or interviews, you will be prepared because I'm just going to let you guys know what the scoop is all about. Okay, so let's get started. Okay, job interviews. So what I did was when I was looking for OT jobs, I was looking at different recruiting websites. Some examples include Indeed, LinkedIn, Zip Recruiter, Simply Hired. I was just looking at so many different websites, but for the most part, you can always find an OT job. OTs are needed everywhere. And I think that's the beauty of our profession because we're always needed. So looking for a job wasn't really difficult for me, especially I'm from New York City. There's always OT jobs in different settings, such as the schools, hospitals, skilled nursing facilities, et cetera, et cetera. So at first, my first OT interview was actually with my fieldwork specialty setting, which was an inpatient rehab facility, and that was actually in Georgia. And at that time, I wasn't really studying hard for my boards at this time, but I thought it would be a great opportunity just to figure it out and see what the OT interview is going to be like. I felt like it was kind of a, an experiment, if that makes sense. So I did the interview, and I was very <laughs> surprised that OT interviews are not your average job interview because since we are clinicians and practitioners, they are expecting you to use your clinical judgment while you are in this interview. So the first thing they ask you, of course, they ask you, like, tell me about yourself. So, of course, you want to tell them about yourself in a way that is not going to take the whole amount of time of the interview. My tips for you when they ask that question is, Talk about how you got into OT. So for me, I always talk about how I didn't really know about the profession at first, but as I was learning through the OT program, I came to have a passion and a, a love for occupational therapy. Another tip that I will give you guys is when you are answering that question, make sure your answer is matching that specific setting that you are applying for or interviewing for. So for example, the most recent interview that I had for an OT job is in geriatrics. And when they asked me that question, tell me about yourself, I talked a lot about my love for geriatrics and working with older adults, but specifically having that relationship with my grandparents and specifically my great-grandparents who lived to be 
94 and 98 years old. So I incorporated some personal experiences into that that helped me show that I love geriatrics, I love working with older adults, and this is what kind of drew me into occupational therapy and working with the geriatric population. So after you answer that question, they'll give you some feedback like, yeah, that's great, and probably talk a little bit about the company and everything like that. And then they will most likely start giving you scenario questions. And these are questions that you have to use your clinical judgment that will show the employer that you are ethical, you know what your scope is, and as well that you are ready to work in that specific setting. So these are probably one of the most important questions to answer correctly and effectively in an OT interview. So one example of a scenario question is, in my recent interview, they they gave me this scenario. I'm talking to a patient via the phone for the first time, and I'm introducing myself as the occupational therapist. But the client is telling me that an occupational therapist, I already have a home health aide, I have a therapist that comes into the home and helps me. Why do I need another therapist coming to my home? I don't need it. What would you tell them? And right from there, you should instantly think that I have to explain what occupational therapy is and what do we do, as well as solidifying the differences between the home health aide, the physical therapist, or even the nurse in this scenario. So my answer kind of went something like this. I will first explain to the client what occupational therapy is, which is a health profession to make sure you're able to do the things that you need to do regardless of your impairment. So the home health aide is there to assist you in the home by cooking or cleaning, things of that nature. But the occupational therapist is going to help you be able to do some of those activities with the least amount of assistance possible. The physical therapist is a therapist that helps you with range of motion and making sure you're getting stronger. And occupational therapists do that as well. But we take it a step further and make sure that you have enough strength and range of motion to do the things that you need to do to stay home safely. So we want to make sure that you're able to use the bathroom safely, get in and outside the bathroom safely, put on your clothes, cook your food, Everything that you feel that is meaningful that you need to do inside the home to stay safe, the occupational therapist is going to help you achieve those goals. I can go on and give you guys some more scenario questions, but I feel like that is going to be one of the main questions that you're going to have in your interview because occupational therapy is still fairly new and some people don't really know what we do. Honestly speaking, today, some person approached me at the gym and asked me what my profession was and I said occupational therapist and he basically said like oh you help people get jobs people still don't know what we do so we have to explain ourselves and explain what the profession is especially when we are caring for patients that may not know what occupational therapy is okay so now we're moving throughout the interview and they may ask you another scenario question but I feel like one of the main things you should do prior to your interview is do your research on that company. Make sure that you know their vision, their mission, and what makes them stand out versus other jobs that are doing the same thing. 
And companies love when you do research on their company because that shows that you are having a lot of interest in them and that position. If you go into that interview with no type of knowledge of their company or even have an idea of what their company stands for, there's a high chance that they're not going to give you a second interview or even give you that position or that job. So make sure you do your research. With that being said, a question that they may ask you during the interview is, what made you interested in our company? And that is where your research comes in. This is where you explain their motto, you talk about how they have a passion for geriatrics and they want to abolish ageism or the model of the company really stood out to you because you have a passion for pediatrics you know make your answer stand out and when you leave that interview room make sure that that person remembers your answer and remember who you are because you don't want to make this generic response because they probably heard many 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 people respond to these questions but you have to figure out what is going to make you stand out. I know I talked about making sure you do your research before your interviews, but also keep in mind of your fieldwork experiences because that is going to help you answer some questions during your OT interview. An example can be that the employer asks you, can you tell us an experience where you had to problem solve with a challenging client or a challenging patient? And I know that if you participated in your level two field work yet or if you're in the middle of your level two field work you have been in challenging situations or had challenging patients and if you didn't then you are probably lying because I know I had a few challenging patients and I always could think in the top of my head my level two adult experience when the majority of my patients were Russian speaking. So that was pretty challenging and I had to problem solve in that way. So always think about your challenging patients and how do you problem solve and still be effective in your role as an occupational therapist. And with a regular interview and an OT interview, there's always that final question. Do you have any questions for me? And the answer should always be yes. You should always have a question for the employer. Some question ideas can include, does the company support OT's professional development and growth in the field? What does the caseload look like? What does a typical day as an OT in this job entail? Are there mentorship opportunities in this job? Just a side note, don't bombard them on so many questions because that's basically going to be the end of the interview. You should ask at least one question, at most three, but don't think that you're going to come in with seven questions and you're going to ask all of them. It's not going to happen. But once you ask your questions, they give you those answers, you take it, and you go. That's basically the end of your OT interview. I didn't talk about what you should wear because I feel like we all know what we should be wearing for interviews, dress professionally, something that's comfortable, but also not too tight or revealing. Before COVID, we were able to do interviews via face-to-face, whereas now a lot of these interviews are virtual. So at first, you would like to have a page of references or copies of your resume so you can hand it to them. But since we are virtual, a lot of them do ask for it via email. If your interview is virtual via the computer or Skype, Google Hangouts, make sure that you are doing your interview in a quiet location where you have good lighting so the employer can see you as well as good internet connection. 
if you do have some fuzzy internet connection, it's okay. They will probably say the same thing like internet connection is fuzzy. Don't worry. Don't panic. And last but not least, make sure that you have a pen and paper nearby because the employer may be giving you some important information that you may not remember after the interview. And also the employer will be jotting down some things based on what your responses are from the questions they asked you. So always be prepared. You got this. If you have an interview coming up, good luck. You got it. I'm very excited for you. And with that being said, that's all I got for today. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns about anything that I have mentioned, don't hesitate to hit me up in my email or DM me on my Instagram at reaching.your.potential. Enjoy the rest of your day and enjoy your weekend. And I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.